Hello, everyone, and welcome to. Do I do that? Do I welcome people? Yeah, I think like it's 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 typically like the Soul Story one, except we say actual play talk show. I think I don't know. Honestly, us describing it is good as having an intro, so I think that's fine. <laughs> I think we hit all this the beats. <laughs> it was just yeah, in, just in well, kind welcome of like a everyone. Director's cut sort of way. Yeah, it's fine. If if anything, just. Like, if you go back and, like, listen to it, then just take clips of, like, everything we just said and put it in the right order. So, welcome. Hi, this is <laughs> Soul Searching. Oh, man. Okay. So, I have to make a disclaimer really quick. Really quick. So, uh, I am in the creaky chair today. Hold on. Let me get it going. Yep. I'm in the lame-ass creaky chair. But I have that it prime on good authority squeak. that I won't be in it for very long. And then, uh, what else? I'm wearing my comfortable headphones, which I think, if I don't turn them down super low, which I'm doing right now, I think you might be able to hear some of my audio. So I think I've solved it. But I think, in that little intro, I think you're going to be hearing BB through my headset, and it's going to be nasty. But just bear with us. You've already—it's already fixed. You don't have to bear with us anymore. It's already—it's already said and done. But those are my yeah, two. Yeah. Those are my two outliers. Do you have any BB? Do you have anything to apologize for before we get started? Uh, I guess. Well, because I'm like my new setup. I'm like on my bed. I sit on my bed now, and that mm -hmm. creaks sometimes if I move. And I feel like if the conversation gets heated, I'm going to get all excited and I may jump, we're, which usually we're... you can't hear in a chair. <laughs> also, Dan, shut up. You're, can you, sh you're not supposed to be here. Shut your face. Also, Daniel's here playing on his computer. So you may occasionally hear his freaking keyboard clack. Damn, that's awesome. <laughs> well, welcome to Soul Searching <laughs> with our very special guest star, Daniel. Yes, Daniel, our special guest star. He is here. Yep. There we go. <laughs> um, so, after after the great travesty that was uh, me editing the last soul searching, I uh, so I don't want to change things too much, but it's come to my attention that. Soul searching gets really good numbers, like comparatively. And part of nice. that is a lot of people use it as a catch up show. Now, mm. one of the problems with that notion is that we do a really poor job of recapping because we assume <laughs> that everyone's listened to everything. So we kind of breeze through it. We're like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Oh, yeah, and then that Rosa thing. And we don't describe what happened in the episodes that well because we just assume that we're all on the same page. So well, this is this is like the poor spark notes. This is, you know, you're that kid who doesn't actually do his homework and you're just kind of like, yo, can I copy yours? But it's that also, well, I don't want to put the exact same answers because then it mm -hmm. looks like we cheated. That's what the show is. <laughs> that is exact. That's so apt. Um. So what I've done is this week, what I figure we could, well, this month, we could try to do, because we only had one actual release this month, because it was, it was the last Soul Searching. Uh, hold it on was, one second. Oh, yeah? Sorry, hold on. Dan? This is fine. <laughs> this is... God yeah. damn it. <laughs> so on the topic of, of driving soul searching in a more professional direction, we, uh, mm -hmm. we had, yeah, we had soul searching episode seven, and then we had the, the first real episode of the Starlight Theater, and then we had a bloopers reel. So really, there's only one thing worth talking about i think we can mention the bloopers really quick the only thing to take away from that is that 
Moose has the most precious laugh on the face of the fucking earth. He does, in fact. God, I love it. <laughs> when when you actually manage to impress him with a joke, he uh, he opens up. He's He lets out a big, bellowing Viking laugh, and it's <laughs> great. It's fantastic. Oh. Golly. So... I have been waiting for the Starlight Theater since we started recording the Starlight Theater. Oh my gosh, because, because it was a shit I had, show. <laughs> I had so much fucking fun recording this whole arc. I There was just a big shift in, in all of our moods, and we seemed more active, and this was the first arc that was really... There were no threats. There, this is not like a hidden conspiracy thing. It's not like we go to the theater and, oh no, it's actually run by the Neverborn and they're going to use the, the, the actress on stage to hypnotize everyone and turn them into their drones and blah, blah, blah. That it's would have been just, fucking rad though. <laughs> it would have been so fucking rad. I was like, you, was I'm like did you just come up with that? Because that's so just, well, it's like, it's just Felix inviting his buds to go to a concert. And, like, we got to play our characters so honestly mm -hmm. and so, like, untethered to their grief. And it was so much fucking fun. And I feel like this was a big turning point for me and, like, my, like, interactivity with the show and me kind of stepping up as a live role player. I think it's still bumpy at the start, but uh, I think I think I, as I mean, we started to have more fun, I got more into the swing of things. Yeah, which, like we we definitely all like in the midst of that, like it was everyone like loosened up. Like it was really cool in like the role playing aspect, but also like us just recording together because it was just a different mm. feel to it like we were all just kind of like yeah this is rad um and again a lot of that was we weren't going into some creepy dungeon we weren't like running off to the next crisis it was just here's our characters and they're just gonna go have a good time for once and getting to role play that out was a lot of fun but I guess we should start from the start, because the first 30 minutes of this episode were not at the theater. Um, so episode zero last month was the dream. It mm. was Al drowning, Jer getting enveloped in the black flame, and all of us dying before we could reach the door, and then waking up. And this was, it started off with the recovery of that, everyone waking up, and it started with Felix. It was very Felix-heavy at the beginning. So we got him going to check on Rosa and finding the note that she had gone off to see her family. And if I'm not mistaken, there was like, the bed was kind of like messy with like black goo. Um, but I, Felix examined the note. Yeah. It was written by a left hand. From what he knows, Rosa is not right hand. Yeah. And there was no magic whatsoever. So he takes this, he takes this disappearance and the note and rushes off to the brothel where he has to wait for <laughs> the fucking slubs, schlubs of the group <laughs> to fucking wake up and stir about. And we almost sort of started to see Jer and Al being friends. That was the, oh my gosh. So I, I loved how awkward that was for them mm -hmm. and like how purpose, like uh, Spencer, I love what you did there. Like it was so purposely awkward. It was like, yeah, he just, just drums his, uh, drums his fingers. Like, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so... <laughs> That that's a big thing that I was happy to do with Jared because the idea with Jared is oh he's a grouch blah 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 and a lot of that is a result of the fact that he's been grievously wounded most of the time 
Mm-hmm. Um, he he has been in constant goddamn agony, <laughs> and he's he's been running through dungeons and getting gnawed on by all manner of creature, and this was the first time where he woke up, and even though he had that awful, creepy nightmare that he doesn't talk about, and none of them talk about it. Oh my gosh, yeah, I, I, I know Alex <laughs> fucking pissed about that, but yes, this awful <laughs> nightmare that was just haunting, and they're just like, alright, so yeah, sup? Not a fucking, Man, like, I... almost, not, almost not a fucking word, because they did, I'm pretty sure they, they said something, at least. From they, from my own they, memory, um, they definitely talk about the disappearance, and I think maybe later on they draw mention to the to the nightmare. But this night, the only the only time that we talked about it in the episode was them, like no us referencing it um, out of character. We like made jokes about it, but then in character, the characters never mention that they. I think Al mentions that he slept weird. Um, that's fair. But Felix yeah. and Jer don't comment. Uh, but... In I mean, in in the the in the character's defense, both mm-hmm. Jared and Felix, I feel like, well, Jared, I feel like definitely wouldn't have brought it up just in general. Felix, mm-hmm. I feel, would have, you know, he would have definitely like sat and like thought on it on what it was or knew it was something you know magical because he's more like mm-hmm. in depth with the magic and stuff Al, we can just we all can agree on is a bumbling idiot so he's <laughs> <laughs> no he's kind of like yeah this weird I, dream I think, that's it <laughs> no I, I think you're right on the money i think felix is definitely someone to deal with these things on his own he could sit there rationalize it quote unquote solve it in his mind on the walk over and then not talk about it like oh yeah yeah, must have been this and he doesn't need to confer with his lessers about what it means like um and and jared definitely suffers horrible awful nightmares so him him burning to death like especially with the imagery of the the black and white door with where jared's mental state is at this point in the show I don't think, I think he is of the belief that that dream meant something entirely different than what it was. Mm-hmm. And I think he thinks that it's too specific to him to be a group experience. So no matter how vivid it was, he feels like it was his own personal thing. And maybe it'll come up in season two. Maybe they can joke about it and be like, wait, wait, what? Hey, wait a second. <laughs> like, hey, you guys ever heard? Like, hey, Jerry, remember that fucked up dream? <laughs> like, like a year later, them being like, wait, what did happen to Rosa? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, so, <laughs> there's got to be some kind of, some funny moment. I'm just really like thinking back all this shit that has happened. And then just like, hey, so. Like, does anyone really know what happened to Rosa? Is she, like, she good? Did she really just go home? <laughs> Man, I, I I think we can sort of explain it away. Um, I think we were excited to get on to new stuff. And I think there was, like, a couple-week gap in recording between the nightmare and the new episode. And we were all excited because we knew that it was going to be the Opera House and blah, blah, blah. And we knew that there were going to be, like special things for us to do so i think out of character we were over it so we Mm -hmm. weren't really thinking they just woke up from this thing like minutes ago yeah um because we had had like a couple weeks buffer but i again liked playing chair waking up kind of fresh and clean because now he's not inhibited by being a grouch. Now he's inhibited by the fact that he does not and has never had friends. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't... Like, the awkwardness is is not, like, him... Tr- it's, it's the fact that he has always been fucking weird and scary and awkward. Um, and, and I like... I like getting to do that. Jared... Jared can punch real good sometimes, 
but in every other situation, he lacks any and all charm and charisma. He he doesn't have the critical thinking skills to solve his way out of puzzles. Like he he needs the group. Like without someone pointing him in the direction in which to punch, Jared does not function as his own member. And like, and, see, that's why. Like, part of me wishes. I mean, I, I definitely love the like the side quest that Al went on by himself. But part of me wishes, like, with them doing like they would have stayed together doing that. Just because, like, with what you said, like, each of them, they're such opposites. Like, Jared is that very, like, yes, he's like, all right, I can fucking strong arm our way through whatever needs to be done. Uh, Al is that, like, oh, if we need to smooth talk our way out of some shit, I'm your guy. And then we've got Felix, who is, like, the one who can do all of that, like, quick logical thinking and break shit down. He's like, I know what we need to do next. Mm Mm-hmm. And like I, I was, Felix, I was pumped for that. Like the three of them going into that, and have like seeing how each person. I mean, it still worked out the same way. Granted, they're, you know, they were separated, uh, as far as like the two mm-hmm. and Al. But seeing how each of them handled situations in the very like the, the way that the character would handle it based on like their their personalities and how much they differed. Oh yeah, well I um. Gosh, there was a moment right before they left to go get their suits and get all dolled up. Um, Felix had to come up with a word to describe them. Like, he's like, oh, I came to see my... And he looks at Alan Jared. (laughs) And it's so strange because there isn't really a force binding them together other than they're all in their own way weird, creepy loser outcasts that don't have anybody. So it's not even that they're tied together by some magical quest. It's not that they're, like, forced to hang out or they all have the same boss or something. It's just that they don't really have anyone else. Like, Felix is an old, lonely old man. (laughs) Old twice. And it... But you do see that, like, he has, like, these contacts. Like, later on you see uh, Bijou Bijou and... Uh, Hannah is the tailor's name. And you see that, like, there's all Mm -hmm. these people that, like, respect and like Felix, but as, like, a patron, Mm -hmm. he doesn't really have close relationships anymore. He has working relationships, he has the people who service him, but he doesn't have anyone close to him. And in terms of, like, actual, like, reliance on anybody, he doesn't have that. And I don't think he relies on Alan Jared but they're the closest thing to a team that he has and that's sort of the same for all of them so he like awkwardly calls them his comrades well i also and i think it really yeah i would say like i also feel like like with felix especially like there's some like uh, there's a part of him like yes doesn't have like you know oh like these are my buddies and friends but with the role that he's always had especially as a doctor like you know being very like you know um What's that word? It's fucking practical. Mm-hmm. Having like, even though, yes, they're both just because let's let's be honest. I love our characters, but they're kind of dumb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so he's oh, yeah. he's got these two idiots that he can just listen. I need you to do this thing. I'm going to tell you how to do this thing. Go do it. Like. Not not like in like a, I guess in a boss sense, but the fact that he has these two people that he can, one as a doctor, tend to. And then both with that kind of leadership, because he does have that like that very leadership role. So he's mm-hmm. he's able to kind of like fulfill that as well. It's like, okay, I've got these two. None of us really have anyone. So we're kind of just, like you said, they're just together. <laughs> because it's one of the things i think about too is like why like that's always one of the things i think about as far as like a lot of the shit that happens like why why do they still especially felix with this dumb stuff al says or does he still goes back (laughs) well it's in a way it's free help it's it's these two loser mercs that will just like like just because he asked they'll come along and they'll help him out on whatever but this wasn't that. This was him inviting them out to a concert. And I, uh... 
it's i know i know it's it, like explicitly stated but i do love that they just go to see beyonce i love <laughs> yes. i love the atmosphere of the star theater the crowds and the way it's all set up like it really feels like like a modern concert with that kind of Malifaux feel because Malifaux is like it's old timing, it's steampunk, but it also has like a lot of modern virtue to it. Mm -hmm. So I, I really like the setting that Alex was putting into place. And um, it, I think uh, it needs to be stated. Alex went through and re-recorded her lines as Bijou Bijou. I yeah. didn't know that. I had to listen to hear it. I really like her French accent. It I, was uh, like when I when I listened to it because it it she did it in a way like it did fit like smoothly. Like I didn't realize it at first, but then when I was listening, I'm just like, she didn't because she apologized before too. I'm like, why was she apologizing? Because she didn't do a French accent. But then it was in there. And I'm like, oh, you sneaky sneaky one. <laughs> yeah, Alex. Alex does voices and they do things to me, and I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, Spencer, <laughs> she, her fucking Delilah voice, and and now Bijou Bijou. I don't know. She's really good at voices. I don't she, think she yeah. gives herself enough credit. No, they're they're amazing. But I I I understand how you feel because um, what what was his what was his name? Oh fuck, oh man, it fucked me up. Uh. God, I forget his name in the Halloween special. I forget Moose's like his main guy. Oh, uh, um, Dreads, shrunken head. It, it was um, oh my gosh, it was a beautiful chocolate man. I forget his name. I know he. They always talk about him. He always because that's his like it's his OC. Fuck, what is his name? Yeah, they always bring up his name. <laughs> To the point where I was bringing up his name. Hold on, everyone. We're gonna we're we're not even gonna pause. You're just gonna listen to us look this up. Hold on, Spotify podcasts, Soul Story. I'm gonna scroll down. Halloween, Dark Carnival. I'm gonna look at the episode description. It's gonna be really obvious once we see it. Hold on, I got like all these papers here too. I just saw it. It's gonna be so obvious. Oh my god. This is the worst. We're I awful, but I have to I know now. It's bothering me. Enough. I want to do this quick enough. Rashad. It's Rashad. Oh god, it's Rashad. Rashad. Jesus Christ! What a good goddamn name. God, the name and just the the. I hope I hope he's listening to this because I Moose. I need you to understand the Rashad boys. Can you just? I just need things recorded <laughs> for scientific purposes. I I wish I could do voices. I I can pick voices. I can like early on I pointed out like exactly who Jer's voice actor was so everyone could hear the voice and know what I'm trying to do so that I don't have to do it. But my voice does not have range to it. The only voices I can do are the ones that you guys caught during the last soul searching. Don't, oh my, first of all, hold on, hold on. Because you can't say you don't do voices. Spencer, that was the best. And I need more of those because that was fucking awesome. Because I was trying to figure out, I'm like, is this Spencer? It's like, oh, yeah, well, Ben's going to come in here and just he's going to fuck shit up. And, all right. And this next part, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yep. It's I, I think uh, one of my friends pointed it out. <clears throat> it's <clears throat> goddamn my throat. It's closing up. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, that voice is very much based on it's like a mix of. Mr. Plinkett from the Red Letter Media Reviews and uh, Brad Neely, the guy who wrote China, Illinois. It's like a, oh a mix of, of those voices. If anyone has ever listened to those or can pick those out, it's like those voices are a big influence on me. So whenever I do a weird voice, it always just ends up being like a weird hybrid of those two. But when it comes to serious acting ability, you guys, you guys blow it away. You need to DM something so that we can hear your fucking voices on display. Me? That would be great. 
where you need to play like a character with multiple personalities or something. Oh man, I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. I was okay. So, Bijou, Bijou, she talks some shit. She says, yes. "Hey, you guys can all wait in the box, or you can go help backstage, or you can do the scavenger hunt." And it was very clear that Alex set up those three things as like, oh, Felix can sit and enjoy the show and Jared can go be the muscle backstage and Al can put his bounty hunter skills to finding the the, the items on the scavenger hunt list. Nope, and we fucked and that up. <laughs> we immediately fucked that up. Jared got all fucking offended that this little 13-year-old fucking person of French descent. He was telling him that that he couldn't that he wasn't smart enough to go find things. Yeah, and that Al and didn't look like he was fucking strong enough to strong to enough. go and like be a helping hand backstage. I'm like, why are we being typecasted here? What the fuck is this? <laughs> I and I I really oh, man. So th yeah, that leads into the next bit. That was Al got to play hero backstage, and like originally we were like, oh, he's gonna go back there and he's gonna. He's gonna go all Benny Hill and just fucking perv on all the women backstage. But he ended up, like, every role you got, and, and you'll see more of this, but, like, Al was a goddamn hero back then. Al fucking killed yeah. it. I honestly I honestly didn't expect to do that good. But, like, Al killed every card I pulled. I was just like, fucking let's go. She was like, yeah, no, you just, from some you're just like oh i don't know where it came from but yeah you just sewed perfectly it's like yes yep just all these hidden skills like it's man al's actually super talented just not as a bounty hunter <laughs> i he can make like a really good like superintendent for your building or whatever but like i mean i love how man. that it, it all of that is technically canon like al has all of these skills that he can do but none of them apply to the job that he's doing. He's just like, yeah, I'm a bounty hunter. I'm fucking the best. No, dude, you, you suck. But if you're just like, oh, do you need me to perfectly sew something for you? Absolutely. I got it. Don't even worry about yeah, it. Like, <laughs> he's really well suited to like small town life, just being like a like like a cool dad. Like he's, he has all these things to take care of stuff around the house he's set up to be a single dad he's got all of the skills for a single dad man i so al went backstage and he played hero he was impressing all the ladies without being like a skis bag like he's just doing really competent things and people resonate and felix did not go to sit he joined jared on the scavenger hunt and I was so excited. Oh boy. Can we fucking I, talk about this scavenger hunt? <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't sure where this episode would end. I'm really glad that they got through the only scene that fucking mattered. <laughs> which was Jer's proudest moment. Oh my god. Where, where instead of reading the riddle, instead of trying to solve it at all, well, I bet someone in this big giant crowd has solved it. And finding a group of young women to go trail and then terrorize. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not make this sound better than it is. It wasn't a group of young women. These were children. <laughs> <laughs> these were children who were trying to solve this innocent riddle and in in fairness they did they they, they did. had the item in their hand they felt so they, proud uh, of themselves too <laughs> and jared fucking slips on his goddamn brass knucks like what are you gonna do with those <laughs> yeah so this this is a fun arc for me because there there were no enemies there there was no threat it was just sit and enjoy the concert and by the end of this fucking arc uh jared almost fucking dies he takes so much goddamn damage 
Yeah. I guess you'll see that. Oh, God. But the point of it being that our characters got to, like, go off and, like, okay, how would they just react to a normal non-dungeon setting? Like, how would they react when, like, lives aren't at stake? Jared will still find ways <laughs> to pick fights and desperately try to strong arm his way through things because it's all he has and he has to prove that he's capable and it's the only thing he's capable of doing. And Al got his moment to shine and this is why people like Al because Al is just naturally actually helpful. Yeah, like he's and he's an he actually is a good guy. He's just he's just also dumb and gross. <laughs> Man, and Felix, Felix backed Jared the fuck up. He used his ghost powers to give Jared a boost. He was like right there on the scavenger hunt. And it's kind of weird because like you said, Felix does kind of fit the leadership role in the group. Mm-hmm. But what we don't get to see is like because of that, he we kind of represent him as a hero. But Felix is kind of like as much of a scumbag as the rest of them. <laughs> like they're not evil, but they're all kind of like scummy. They're just they're very chaotic neutral. <laughs> very chaotic. Super chaotic. Like they're not evil, they're not good. They, you know, they just kind of just sit in neutral, but god are they chaotic because they're just the decisions they make are just like what oh, the fuck are you doing? Man. But that is that is where the one episode this month ended. And we So I'm really excited for the rest of this arc because it only gets better, but I really, really, really enjoyed doing all of it. And even talking about just the one episode, I just got such a fucking boost of endorphins just being able to finally do this one thing like i have been so hyped because this is finally the character development that we've all been really wanting like not just little snippets now you actually get to see how these people function outside of their combat roles like outside of their problem solving capabilities it's just what would they do in a normal setting and it turns out Jared would still beat on people. Jared would do the it same turns fucking out shit. Felix is a ghost now. He can't do normal settings anymore. And Al is like an actual hero type. And oh, so <laughs> you learn cool. Al's just actually a normal guy. <laughs> He's like a normal dude. And like any normal dude that you you handed a gun to and like he just went off and became a bounty hunter. Like he might be a bad bounty hunter, but he's like a good dude. And he's not like totally incompetent he's just competent in ways that the audience hasn't been allowed to see yet and now you're sort of seeing it and it's great he's competent in all that shit that literally doesn't matter it, it, like it, it doesn't fucking matter like oh we have to go fight these zombies cool i know how to sew things by the way <laughs> yeah. okay thanks for the info yeah. Man, jared i know i've mentioned this before but jared has points in alchemistry like he he grew up in an apothecary. His his like father and grandfather, their jobs were like brewing medicine. Jared can do that and is fully capable of doing that and like makes his own fucking herbal remedies sometimes. But like there's no he hasn't used it once in the show because it it hasn't really popped up because he has a doctor. So he hasn't had to do any of that, but it's like all of these ways, like, these secret things that the characters are, like, really good at. And <laughs> I'm really glad that we're starting to get to see them and we're painting fuller pictures of the characters we've been playing for so long. It feels really gratifying. Yeah, and, like, the with, with Al doing, like, with the, the sewing stuff, and it, I kind of, like, touched on it previously uh when mm-hmm. i tried to like you know had convinced a, a role with uh alex mm-hmm. because al like yes he's got these skills that are not practical for like the, the shit they actually do but you know like al is like in terms of like his past like he's he was a farm boy he grew up on a farm like he has like in terms of like his character sheet his skills and stuff he has all of these skills that are very useful 
if done the right way, like I've had, you know, when he like tied someone up and stuff like that, it was all stuff that he learned on the farm, you know, having to like, you know, hog tie, like he's had to, you know, um, cattle and wrestle like, you know, the, the different farm animals and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was cool seeing those, like just some of those skills put into different ways. And then also seeing the stuff that aren't even necessarily on the character sheet that now are completely canon that Al has skills in. Man, it's okay. So with the writing that I have to do every month, it writing stories for Albert Long, like the dime novels, it's getting challenging because it's like, now I don't want to write Al as this cool hero. I want to write stories about Al on the farm, but I don't think Al would ever publish those God, because I don't no. think Al like, <laughs> takes a lot of pride in it. And like, I want to tell stories about like young Jared beating up kids on the block and like, I want to tell stories about like Felix back in the war and like, I want to do all these things. And I think maybe we will, but I, I, I definitely think it, yeah, like it, exploration. it would be such a cool idea. Like I, not in like the definitely on the dime novel like aspect. Cause I know Al would not willingly have that be something that was published, but that would be like a really cool thing to have, especially with, uh, I'm just going to mention it now. And I guess it would be like a, hey, Patreon, you may end up hearing it at some point. But with like, in terms of like the, the, the owl dreams, like I've been having really weird owl dreams that are <laughs> like, it, it's, it's, it's fucked up, but it's, it's owl dreams that kind of like fit in between episodes or in between like, you know, oh yeah, where they rest and then we move on to like that next session. And man, oh man, like having though, like I, I just, I can't, I know you've been writing stuff. I don't know. Like I haven't seen, or I don't know if you're like, are you recording those? Recording those? No, I put them up. Uh, they're written on the page. I feel like I oh, would just like written. to record them or have you record them? Like I write them and you read them out. I feel like, like read them in your best Albert Long voice. I feel like that would be. That would be something. Okay, because I'm not gonna lie, like I'm on the show, but I'm not. I don't know. Are we te are we technically patrons? Like we, <laughs> I don't think I've actually gone and looked at the Patreon stuff. That's it's sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but I haven't. No, you're okay. It's it's yeah. I I only know about it because I've been putting stuff there. Uh, but I will I will make sure that those get to you because that seems like an important thing to get your approval on those. <laughs> I just didn't know. Like, I actually, I didn't know if, like, it, you had started working on them yet because I know those other stuff you were working on for the Patreon, uh, like, and Alex was working on stuff, and then Moose had his stuff too. So mm -hmm. I wasn't sure. So I was just like, oh, he'll he'll let me know because I thought we were going to record it or something. I was like, he's going to let me know. He's going to, you know, I, write it and be like, I, hey, man. <laughs> So I, I figured that you would see them when they went up, but I think I should have recognized the Patreon wall and like, uh, just like it, maybe not somewhere that you naturally go to look, uh, because I, I've done two so far. One is like a longer intro and one is like a shorter sort of like snippet of one of his adventures. So like the, the first one is like, Oh, just a normal day in the life of Al, and then it ends up turning into an adventure anyway, because every day is an adventure. <laughs> exactly. And then the other is like <laughs> like a vague story with like very few details about how he went up and he was like he, he went up against uh resurrectionists and we're not <laughs> saying who, but this guy definitely had like a metal leg and definitely bared some resemblance to like the head of the resurrectionists. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> all these super vague details where it's like Al never did that. He saw a fucking wanted poster one time and now he's telling like this author at the bar about it. <laughs> Al's like, that guy who fucking quotes like stuff from movies and he's just like, yeah, I, went, I did this cool thing. And I'm like, is that that's. That's that's Die Hard. You're, you're quoting Die Hard. Yeah, that's the plot of Die Hard. That's the plot of Die Hard. No, no. Yeah, but it, it's it's all, yeah. I I because I have them written, but again, I think it might 
Because I like we God, if we could go a single fucking episode without talking about the intros again, that would be nice. But I'm going to talk about the intros again. <laughs> I uh, I really liked um, your inflection when reading yours, and I think that would be in service to the writings now, even still. Just like having mm. you dramatically read those stories about Albert Long as Albert Long as though he could read. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh yeah as though he could read reading it to, you know and that that's like the other funny thing to think about too as far as like mm -hmm. what's because for for all al knows honestly these could be things of like like the actual like okay him thinking he's this great hero but mm -hmm. it's him reading it to people not knowing what the fuck it says it's got the picture so he kind of like puts it together it's like yep and then i you know went out there and I, I fucked it up. You know, I, I walked out a hero, and in there, it's just like, yeah, no, Al fucking stood there, didn't actually do anything. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Well, because uh, so far, all of them are like pre-adventures, like like they're not yet with the the group because of the way the timeline with the group has worked so far. Where like they've only been together for like a couple weeks now. Right. I um I imagine that he's been telling these stories, so they will be written. But, like, he won't be around to see them. So I imagine I'll be writing stories about his adventures in season one when we get to season two. Like, here's Al way over here now. But back here, these are being published about the things that he rambled <laughs> about. Uh, but we will... We, we will get to those. But, yeah, uh, Patreon shill. There's Albert Long's stories up, and you can read those, and I'm going to work on more, and I'm going to work on getting more than one out a month, and it'll be great. God, like, think, thinking about now, like we're saying, like, you know, doing, like, oh, where it's, in terms of the, the you know, dime novels being published and stuff, kind of like that, uh, a season behind, mm -hmm. I'm really scared and excited for like the ones that are quote unquote going to come out like during season two about the past adventures. We, so that's something I'll have to work really closely with you on. Like what would Al have said? Like what, like blah, 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 blah. How would the author know to portray Felix? How would he know how to portray Al or like uh, Jared and whatnot? And I like the idea that at some point in season two, Al gets like a royalty check for like ten dollars. <laughs> yes. Like, like there's a couple devoted fans that are picking these up. I well, we and it's not we like, have proved like it has been proven. It in fact has been proven. Or is that are we not there yet? You might have to cut this are out. Are we not where? I might cut this. Speak freely. Well, because at this point, well, it, I guess it would depend on whether or not they listened to, was it Firefly? And then there was the, the two, there was a, the two mercenaries. I don't, I, I'm, I might be saying this way before it was released. The two mercenaries that were like, oh, we know Albert Long and they wanted to like follow. Wasn't that in, um. That already happened, didn't it? That was in the quarantine zone. That's why I thought. I just wanted to make sure, but that's, yeah, that's why I thought yeah, when, when they, no, yeah, with the, the, the zombies. Yeah, those were the fry core folk. Okay, that was, uh, that was when we had Rowan. Yeah. Okay. Look, I was just like, yeah. wait a minute. I think I'm going. Okay. No, you're good. So then, yeah, no, then yeah, it, we, it has it has been proven that there are people who, at least, like I feel like are listening to or like or not listening or reading it. Because they knew of, they're just like, oh my gosh, you're Al. Like, we know of Al. I I want to do a progression of it going from dime novels to, like, it gets picked up and then it becomes, like, radio plays. And then maybe then having people read it off and have, like, someone read it off in that kind of, like, old-timey radio voice. I yes. feel like that would be fun. It's like a... It comes on at like eleven forty-five at night. <laughs> yeah, <And> next, like, <laughs> they have a long show, <laughs> and it's it's just like these ridiculous events. And then it, then it changes from like the the 
like prompt of it being like a dime novel, like a sad cowboy story and becoming like this animated adventure. That's like all dialogue. Yes. Would oh be... my gosh. Can we, you know, oh my gosh, this, this has to be like a next upcoming thing. We have to do it kind of like the, oh fuck. Now I forget the name of that, that movie that where he's like in, where he has the dude who follows him with the coconuts and does the horse sounds. Oh, Monty Python. Monty Python. And the Holy Grail? Yes. So it like not like not like as you know like humor is like as but like with that kind of like feeling to it because it's it's like old timey. It's on like the radio. We've got to have like some kind of like poor sound effect thing because it's like oh you know like the gunshots. It's some kind of like you know weird popping sound. But it's got to be obvious that it's, yeah. it's someone trying to make these sound effects. Yeah, I like the idea that even though it's like it's been picked up as like a radio show, it's not like a like a big production. It's like public access. Yeah. It's like <laughs> like it's like they're they're not being paid to do this, they're paying to do this. So it's like it's like two guys in a studio trying to make this happen. <laughs> you you can hear them drop shit sometimes and like yeah okay that would be a lot of fun that's okay folks you heard it you heard it here first we're, we're <laughs> yes. planning big stuff big high budget productions as 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 we've known in the past we say things and they happen <laughs> yep so do you want to make this a yeah let's let's make this a short oh it's not even a shorter one like we only had one episode and we talked for 50 minutes yeah, well, but, yeah, we just had like the episode and then the blooper. Yep, i I think this is a good place to call it. I think we we teased what's ahead. We we blah blah blah. Do you uh here? Do you want to do instead of me recording an outro or using your outro? Do you want to do an outro on the fly right now? An outro on the fly? Oh shit! I'll add music. You just you do your own outro right now. Without any script. Fucking yeah, 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 yeah. Mention mention all of our Twitters, mention the website, mention the Discord. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fine. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I have to do my thing though. I have I I got my thing. Oh yep. So we'll do Al's advice. Do Al's advice. No, it's Bam Bam's advice. Remember it's it's, it's always as Bam, Bam Bam Bam's advice about Al's adventures, whatever. So my advice is if okay my advice is if you ever need something to advance it's perfectly okay to threaten a little girl well of course it is. <laughs> that's, 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 that's my advice. advice if you need something it is okay to threaten a little girl okay and now <laughs> now here's the part where we say bye-bye now yeah man bye-bye and then and and then you record your outro right now right now okay Right now, we're not even going to cut it. Fucking, yup, yup. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. The shit was rad. Uh, you've been listening to Soul Searching, in case you didn't know. Uh, you can find us uh, at com. Yup. No, no, it's no, it's no, show no show. Oh, that's right. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. It's a, a fucking forget what I just said. It's noshowradio.com. <laughs> uh, we're also on Discord. And we've got our Twitter. Is our Twitter is also now no show? That's yeah. Everything's no. Nope, nope, it's not. Still Fuck, soul I'm story. fucking up. It, that soul story now. The soul, <laughs> it's still soul story pod hashtag whatever at at at. Mm -hmm. And then we, you know, got our <laughs> all that, all that. Then there's each of us. You can you can follow each of us. We've got Spencer at Spare Bear the Meek. You've got mm -hmm. uh, Moose at Mooseyfo. You got me at Hot mm -hmm. Bam with three M's. Then you have Alex at Roll for Alex. Mm -hmm. And that's it, folks. That's it. That's everything. <laughs> Fucking then, brilliant. The, the music, the music fades out. <laughs> Do 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 do, and then it then it's over. You got you know no. We have, 
Spencer, please fade it out on us fucking doing the music, please. Just us. Dude, what is, hold on. How does the song actually go? Like, when we, how does that go? It's like, oh, fuck. The, the thing that she does, that, can you do like the mid roll? I love the mid roll, mid roll one. Do 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 I don't even know what you're talking about right the mid, now. When she does the mid rolls. Oh, that one? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, never mind. Forget I do it. Know what no, you're no, about. you I just don't. don't remember the, I don't remember it's, the rhythm off the top of my head. I don't remember things it's, like that. It's fine. It's fine. Can we just play the intro backwards? Like, literally, is there like a setting where you can put it in reverse? There probably is. Oh my God. There probably is, and I bet Alex would hate it, and I'll definitely try to do it. Oh, my God. It would be the fucking so that's, best. That's it. Say bye-bye for the second time. Now. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.